When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the program. Always great to have so many of your calls and your texts coming through. We'll head back to your calls very shortly for more Midday Matters. But Tim David's been good enough to spare us a little bit of his time. It's getting it's getting pretty jammed up in the middle parts of the BBL ladder right now. Hobart Hurricanes are one of those threats to those teams above them. Um, a few of the teams are starting to drop away a little bit. The Scorchers and the Sixers are still doing the job pretty well, but... Boy, it was a great weekend of cricket to watch in the BBL, and Tim David was part of the greatness of it, 75 yesterday. Tim, congratulations again, and welcome to the program. Cheers, Dwayne. Thanks for having me on, mate. Fun to watch yesterday. Yeah, it was fun to be out there, actually. Um, so like it's been, been a little while since I spent some time in the middle, so, yeah, it was really good to get a good win. What's it like having the big boys of Australian cricket back to throw their weight around? It's not as easy as they think, is it? <laughs> Yeah, look, the BBL, it's a challenging competition. There's, there's lots of different conditions, but it's, it's awesome to have those guys out there, you know. For kids to be able to come down and watch David Warner play and to have the big Aussie boys um, on our TVs, you know, that's what we want. We want it to be a premier competition, so it's great to see them out there. And plenty of personality amongst the guys as well, I've got to say. It's a, it's a very watchable product. It's not just the cricket, but you are signing autographs, you're talking to the media during the course of the games, you're, you're actually delivering on the promise to be entertaining, even though, first and foremost, you still want to win. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's probably something that we've um, seen in the last couple of years. It's kind of, everyone's talked about the BBL kind of losing a bit of its shine, but you know, as the players, we really want it to be that premium product. We want it to be like it was when we were younger and we turn on the TV and watch the games. And I think it's great to get access to the players. Um, you know, we've got stump mics turned up, which we're copping fines for saying stuff we shouldn't be saying. But, um, you know, we want, to, we want to be able to deliver that product to the viewers. And, and I guess, to uh, again, we've got to remember that we're, it is an entertainment product. That's what, what we're here to be a part of. And I guess it's really exciting for us to get the, the turnout from the crowds. It's, it's fun playing in front of full stadiums. Yeah, I was talking about it earlier, about the value add that sports tends to give these days, and the tennis are trying to do it as well. It's more like a cauldron than it's ever been watching a game of tennis, and it seems as if the BBL's value add is there. The kids and the, the families are now realising, OK, we can go around to a BBL game, and there's a, it's a bigger circus than just the cricket being played. Absolutely. I think, um, obviously, the cricket is the main product, and, and we want to see the best players playing. That's what's going to make it exciting to watch, but... Yeah, I, I think it's it's certainly something that um, we want people to come down and watch, whether it's attracting new viewers or people coming back to the same game and supporting their team. Um, but we love having having everyone down there supporting us and to get the chance again to be able to interact with our supporters, have them, uh, you know, be able to sign autographs for them after the game. It's great fun. Fine line, though. Dave Warner was talking to the broadcaster yesterday whilst walking out the bat and then caught the brutal delivery to get out for a duck. So it is a fine line, that concentration versus entertainment. Edge? Absolutely, absolutely. But, I mean, you know, what was great viewing that was Riley Meredith running and bowling 145 k's an hour and, and sending the stumps flying. Um, you know, that it's probably good that he didn't, wait, he didn't waste that ball on someone, <laughs> I don't want to say lesser calibre than Davey Warner, but it's pretty good to see. So, how much argy-bargy was there verbally between you guys? What was going on between Matt Wade <laughs> and Dave and Chris Green? Yeah, there, there was a little bit, to be fair, but I think it was just that point in the game where it was kind of, 
if our partnership kept going, it was the game was going to be over pretty quickly. So um, Greeny just trying to get, you know, Greeny's all good walking around looking pretty, um, but, you know, throws a couple of words here and wait, he got his back up. So um, all a bit of fun in the end. Uh, Davy Warner and, and Wadey were fake fighting. It was all, you know, it was all a bit fun. So is that the beauty of it? You all know each other so well. You know kind of which buttons to push, but you also know where the line's drawn to, to not go over it? I think I think at times, but again, like, it's pretty competitive out there, so guys are wanting to get the better of each other. So, um, yeah, you do play against guys often. Um, some guys obviously have different guys that they like getting under each other's skin, but um, at the end of the day... Uh, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're there and we're, we're all trying to play and, and be entertaining and, and have a good game and, and obviously put in good performances. So, yeah, there's tension, but I think that they sorted out at the end. And there was never any danger of that escalating yesterday? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's good news to hear. Hey, um, you're off to Perth as well. I think you're about to board a flight, so it's getting pretty tight for you guys to get a couple of wins and make sure you're in the firing line at the top end. Yeah, I think so. But, um, you know, we've hit a little bit of form coming into the back end of the season. It's a 14-game season. So, you know, you, if you get on a run early in the comp, you can lose that. Um, you know, we've got three round games left, maybe three or four round games left. And then, you know, if we, if we keep this run going, it's a great time to be in form for the finals. And your own form? I mean, you're really doing some brilliant stuff with the bat, Tim. And I, I'm interested to know what your calendar looks like. So what does your year look like when you're trying to establish yourself for Australia, but also... You know, make some money and head around the world and play in the tournaments that are now offering, you know, quite a bit? Yeah, so I guess I'm probably fortunate that I've, I played everything last year and I, I did well, so I've had the opportunity to um, have a bit, be able to plan my calendar a little bit better this year. So, again, I'm, I'm still um, I'm still going back to the PSL um, in in a month or so. Uh, then the IPL is the big one um, for me. I'm, I'm lucky to be retained at Mumbai, which is a great franchise, and... And we've got a couple of other Aussie overseas there now. Um, so that's me until kind of May. And then and then a couple of things up in the air. There might be a couple of new tournaments. Um, but there isn't really anything white ball for Australia until September. So, um, yeah, I've, I've got a couple of overseas tournaments. Obviously, the IPL is the big one. And, and obviously, I'm trying to plan plan for that to be prepared and put in a really good showing because that's uh, probably the biggest T20 tournament going. Talking to Tim David, who made 75 yesterday in the Hurricanes win um i've got what's what's the there's there's a new world order coming where owners are going to own franchises in different competitions so you're kind of going to play for one owner in multiple competitions is that where we're headed um look it's been certainly been talked about um it'll be interesting interesting to see i just think it becomes really tough obviously with um being able to make money is is the biggest most important thing for boards um and different series that, that can attract viewership so yeah, there's going to be franchise cricket floating about, um, but I still think that international cricket's the, pro- uh, the the most premium product, and we've seen that in the recent World Cup. And specialising is the way to go, do you think, in your particular form? Uh, look, for me, my skill set suits T20 cricket, so I've certainly been enjoying it and making the most of my opportunities, but you know, there's other guys that are suited to the longer formats, and, and that's what, what they're trying to play in. So, you know, there's... Guys can play all three formats. It might become more difficult with seeing how tight, how packed the schedule is. You know, they're trying to cram in so many international games. It can be really tough for, for guys to play all three formats for their country. Sometimes we've seen, you know, even different teams, different squads being sent to different grounds because, um, sorry, to different tours because they're overlapping. So I think that just um, does lend itself to guys that play a format. Um, not necessarily specialising, but... Um, 
dedicate yeah well, our specialising for, for that. So yeah, for me, white ball cricket at the moment, I haven't really I haven't even played any shield cricket, so um, it's not quite on the radar. Um, but to be honest, I'm just trying to have a lot, as much fun as I can and and um, put in really good performances. Yeah, fair enough too. But if they put you in at number five in the Australian Test team, you'd do all right, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm, I'm gonna still skip that question. I think it would be disrespectful to the guys that are playing a lot of shield cricket and playing first class cricket to put myself in that conversation. All right, let me ask you a different question. If you dedicated yourself to a year of shield cricket and county cricket, would you think that you could make it as a test cricketer? <laughs> um, well, to be honest, so when I was younger, I tried playing uh, first class cricket. I was I was there for WA on the list and. I ended up getting injured and got delisted, so I, I started practicing for white ball cricket, and that's where my opportunities have been. So it's hard to say, um, and I'm not sure if it's going to happen either. And should it be six if you hit the roof at Marvel, uh, if you have to make that decision yourself, or should it be one hand off the roof and out? Should it be as it no, was in my see, backyard, see, six I was, and out? I was, uh, the day before, I was having a hit with our coaches at, down at Hobart, and I was saying that my plan at... at uh, Marvel is to hit the roof, but it was, the roof was, was open when we played there, so I've, you know, I just got run out instead. <laughs> well, that would be different if the roof was open and you hit it and landed on the roof, so um, yeah. there's no catching it there. Hey, Tim, great to have a chat to you. It's always great to watch you play. You're a star, so thanks for giving us some of your uh, time. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Dwayne. Appreciate it, mate. Tim David joining us. Hobart Hurricanes gun 75 in the wind by the Hurricanes, and it is getting pretty tight. The Scorchers and the Sixers might be top of the BBL ladder, but there's a few teams under them that on their day can do a lot of damage. Take a few of your calls after the break as well. If you've got a thought on that, I know it's been discussed a bit since the Six controversy with a couple of them in the game between the Stars and the Renegades hitting the roof, being a Six, if you didn't see them, uh, they would have come straight down and been at a catchable level on the field. So they weren't heading over the boundary for six. They were virtually going straight up in the air. So if you've got a thought on it, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, or send through your text 0433 98 11 16. My backyard cricket rules were six and out. So I'd be quite happy if you hit the, ro- hit the roof. You got six, but you're also out. Um, what's your backyard rule? Because Mark War says you should be able to catch it one hand off the roof. Your calls and your text next.